Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Amber. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you this morning? Fantastic. How are you guys? I'm doing so good. <laughs> are you? <laughs> Better than I deserve. Oh, shoot. So we want to send you to see Teresa Caputo. Does that sound like fun? Yes. All right. So just tell us which one of these headlines is the real one. Is it a woman said God told her to poop in the middle of Home Depot's flooring department? Is it B, God suggested that a Christian school move into a former strip club? Or C, man swears it wasn't him driving drunk. It was Jesus who took the wheel. Oh, Lord. Uh, I'm going to go I'm going to go with B. Did you say B or C? B as in boy. Yes, that is the one. There you go. That is it. Yeah, the uh, Ozaki Christian School in Wisconsin. That's the pronunciation I'm going with. The Ozaki Christian School in Wisconsin was looking for some new digs recently, so they prayed about it. And that's when God stepped in and provided them with a former strip club. They bought the property in 2019, and not only was it a former Spearmint Rhino Gentleman's Club, it was also a strip mall. Wow. So they spent the past three years cleaning, <laughs> cleaning again. Cleaning and cleaning and, again. And cleaning and then saging and then. <laughs> yeah, all right. And then transforming the space into a 20,000-square-foot school for third to eighth graders. And it is set to open on September 1st, actually. And, uh, you know, I had this thought, and and this is kind of what the, the head of the school said. Uh, he said that, you know, God provided the strip club, and sometimes he does that in the most unlikely of places so that they could turn darkness into light. There we knew go. somewhere, sometime God would provide, and he did. Because it had been a strip mall in addition to being a strip club, much of it had never even been built out. And so it was fairly easy for us to kind of turn that into classroom space little by little. We just found that humorous. We took the drywall off of the windows because it was just a darker environment in many different ways. And we've let the light in, and we think of it as the light of Jesus. Yeah, she uh, she added that only God could write this story of this transformation. I kind of, you know, I moved into a 
a condo some years back where a woman, like 30 years earlier, had been brutally murdered. In that, on the floor of your, was it in the bedroom? I don't know where exactly. Where but. it was. We thought it was the bedroom because Jen's um, friend, My friend the medium. came and said he thought it was in this, that spirit mm-hmm. like was strong in that area. Yeah, but, you know, I would have people say, like, how can you live in a place where there was just so much violence? And my attitude was like, because I'm bringing the positive vibes, I'm bringing man. the I'm light, bringing the good man. energy. Yeah, That's we're, right. I'm bringing the light in. Yeah. <laughs> Turn you, that energy around. And yeah. you did, right? I, th- I Listen, I had five great years in that place. Loved it. Yeah. You know, I still drive by. I You're very happy there. I hope the new owners are as happy with it as I was. Did, is, it, is the person you sold it to still the one that's living there? Do you know? She just sold it, I think, mm. and uh, did pretty well. Did she? I oh, heard. good. My yeah. favorite thing about that apartment was, or condo, was when you would drive down Vine Street, you could look up and you could see Jeff, and I would take, like, pictures <laughs> of him if he had the window open. Me doing my laundry. He would. I'd be like, I see you're washing your clothes tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I got to get it done. Ran out of underwear. <laughs> Come down for a drink. Yeah. It is 715 with Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Uh, coming up, we got a classic second date update. You might have missed the first time around, but it's new to you. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal windows direct. Summer's here. You don't want to be running that AC nonstop. Keep that cold air inside with new energy-efficient windows from Universal Windows Direct. Hi, it's Tim. Call for a free estimate. 513-755-1800. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I saw a dad quizzing his son on dinosaurs the other day in a coffee shop. He's just holding a picture of the dinosaurs. Every 30 seconds, the son would be like stegosaurus and the dad would say, good job, Stephen. Well done. Why are we quizzing kids on dinosaurs? I've never needed that. It's never come in handy. It's never gotten me out of a jam. Never been driving drunk. A cop pulls me over. What kind of dinosaur? A stegosaurus? Step out of the vehicle. We should be quizzing kids on things they're going to need in life. This should be the quiz. He holds up a photo of the same woman, slightly different picture. She's like, all right, Stephen, what's different? He's like, her haircut? He's like, very good. That's going to get you out of a lot of unnecessary trouble. (laughs) Then another photo of a woman. Is she angry? And the kid's like, she's going to say she's not, but I think she really is. Breakups are tough, right? You ever have a breakup? You got to talk to your friends. They always speak in cliches. I was talking to a friend. He goes, oh, man, it's like a death. I was like, is it? When my grandma died, none of my friends were like, thank God. (laughs) Your grandma was the worst. 
Actually, she's gonna make it. We always liked her. She was, uh... Now, you women are amazing. You are, because you can fake an orgasm, but not a good mood. Isn't that crazy, dude? <laughs> Sam Morrill, from his episode of the 2022 Netflix series, That's My Time with David Letterman on Cincinnati's Q102. Jeff and Jen. Boy, I had a dream about David Letterman last night. Did you? Yeah. That and? That beard or he, no beard? He shaved the beard, but he had like facial hair as if he was kind of going to start growing it back. And, yeah. Uh, and he was like really casually dressed, like as if he was going to go hiking or something. Nice. <laughs> and he was doing a monologue. It was a smaller studio. It looked like they tried to replicate the old studio. Yeah. I yeah. feel like you've been dreaming a lot. Maybe yeah, I'm remembering should, them more. Yeah, I think you should start keeping a journal because we can we can do some work with this. So you were in my dream last night. Oh, what did I do? So I was <laughs> looking for my three-ring binder that had my script for my skits on SNL. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm like, we're coming up to showtime and I'm uh-huh. going to need it. And it was all in a three-ring binder and I was already at the studio and I'm like, but I can't, I need... You guys can probably just do this because you were in the writer's room. Uh-huh. I'm going to need the script. So I need to find my three-ring binder. So <laughs> as I'm looking at it, you and I walk into our agent's office. He uh-huh. has like a little storefront office. Oh, nice. Much like Better Call Saul. Is it is it our agent Glenn or is it someone else? It was Glenn. Okay. But we, Glenn was played by Kelby Driesbach. Oh, well, what do you know? <laughs> and you were talking to Glenn, played by Kelby. Kelby. What did you have for dinner last? About- <laughs> I was like, swear to God, I was just thinking the same thing. You were talking to Kelby or... Play Glenn, right. played by Kelby, yes. about re-upping. And I'm like, well, this could be a while. And I got to find my three-ring binder. <laughs> so I left, and I had to cross the street to get to where I needed to go to get my three-ring binder. Uh-huh. It was the most bizarre thing ever. Like, You're just looking. You're why looking am I looking for, for a three-ring binder? I know it. Well, Did there is meaning to it. you have too much scotch on National Scotch Day? I know why. I do not. <laughs> because we were at crans to computers yesterday and we were messing around with those three ring binders. Oh, maybe, yeah. So maybe that's a piece of the puzzle. I don't know, man. (laughs) It was so vivid. Uh Isn't that weird, though, how sometimes you can dream about a person but but they're played by someone else. Yes. But in the dream, it's totally normal. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what's weird? Speaking of dreams, the other like, night. Why is my mom played by Jen today? I that would be weird. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. No. The other night. <laughs> making that example up, of course. Right. I had a dream completely in French. And I woke up the next day and remembered, like, why did I have a dream completely in a different language? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Isn't that weird, though? Same thing. I haven't spoken French in forever. And then out of the blue, the whole dream was me and French and other people speaking French. Yeah, I have some friends that do yeah. some really deep dives into dreams and, and meaning. And, and it's pretty cool stuff that they come out because it's all, you know, coming from your subconscious. So there is messaging there. Well, you know, it's uh, not random. It's it, as random as it may seem. It's not. There is meaning. Well, I woke up relieved that I didn't have to find my three-ring because I couldn't find it. It was very stressful. And when I woke up, I'm like, oh, phew. God, I have to stop looking for that. Kelby's going to be so excited he was in your dream. That's going to be fun. (laughs) How fun. It's hilarious. Uh, What else do we have here? America's being hit by yet another 
Sinister epidemic. People pretending to play the violin. Is it worse than, than Tommy Lee pretending to play the drums? It might be. It's a hard instrument to play. You play it, don't you, Tim? I did for a very long time. Do you still know how? I would need an hour or two to kind of get back and the to the feel of, thing. of it. Yeah. I actually lend it to my niece, Lucy, because she wanted to start taking lessons. So she has your my, old violin. My fiddle. Oh, nice. Would it be easy to fake, or do you think people would be able to tell pretty easily that? You're not really playing right now. Oh, yeah. You can't fake that. Fake that. I mean, probably there's a few people that can do it really well, but. One report calls it uh, finger syncing as a play on lip syncing. You know, it's like busking, but they're faking it. And depending on where you are, it is not illegal to perform in public for tips. And it is not illegal to mime playing an instrument. And there's also nothing dangerous about it, and no one is forcing anyone to toss them spare change. Uh, This is also not new, because if you Google or search for things like pretending to play violin, (laughs) reports and videos from years ago pop up. Hmm. Yeah. You could probably tell with the grip of the bow, also the stickiness of the rosin on the strings when it's hitting the strings and the angle that that is happening at. Yeah. I'll tell you, nothing annoys me more when I'm watching a movie and they've got somebody playing a piano and they're doing, and it just, it's so obviously you can tell not fake. Really it, yeah. Yes, it it's just match. so bad. It's like, just please don't show it. Just to, you know, you got, you can get a different camera angle there. If this, if this actor's not going to learn to the how to really play, mm-hmm. then we don't need to see their fingers bouncing around in weird ways. Yeah, some law enforcement sources claim these scammers could be part of some kind of traveling organized group that's hustling people out of their money. Uh, For violin play? What? One local news station found one of these so-called finger sinkers outside of a Target in Michigan. (laughs) That sounds dirty. And uh, he had a sign that said he was a father of three and needed money for food and rent. And when a rep- when the reporter exposed him as a fraud, then he claimed he couldn't speak English and packed up and left at that point. This is on your This is uh this is not the reporter. This is a clip of a woman confronting one of the people, I guess pretending to uh Play, vi- play the violin on the street. Not really playing. What's my problem is that there's people that actually spend time to learn how to play the violin, and you're standing here faking it, scamming people out of money. That's my problem. Like, you're not playing the song at all. So, calling me a Karen for outing somebody that is fakely playing <laughs> the violin. I do wonder, though, like, where do these guys get their equipment? Because... He's got a violin. He's got yeah. a PA speaker. He's, he's got, got stuff. a cord between the two. Like that's got a cost. Well, to make money, you got to spend money, Jeff. So, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, we had yeah. to do that with Tim sometime. I want you know, how, get, would you like set up your violin on a corner downtown, like before a Reds game or something? And There's a guy play who plays guitar uh, in Clifton there by the Habanero place, and he's not very good. And he's there every day. Yeah. I guess I could. He's not very. He's he's not kind of fun. Yeah, Tim's like he's not very good. He's doing great. (laughs) I think you could do it till they kick you out. 
Just Wouldn't do it be it. kind of fun I'll just to see? Set you know, up at Finley Market. Yes. <laughs> see yes. how many people bust you, and then see how much money you make. Uh, he's bust like, you for being Tim on Q one hundred two. He's played yeah. hot crust buns fifteen times <laughs> in a row. Yeah, dude, you know anything else? <laughs> do you take requests, Tim? Coming up, turkey in the straw. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, okay. Uh, Tim will tell you that Canadians say sorry or so sorry sorry way too much just in normal conversation but what about americans i used to do it all the time and maybe it's because i lived and worked very close to canada i don't know i do it all the time i have i have made a point to stop myself from doing it i i do it so often that my daughter now does it and i've noticed when she does it and it's bothering me so i'm trying not to yeah here in Ohio and, and in Michigan, I believe we sometimes replace sorry with, oh. Or like, my bad. Yeah, or my bad, like when you're passing someone at the grocery store and you're like, instead of saying, excuse me, you're just like, oh. Now, what, in what circumstances are they talking about saying, you know, sorry? Uh, like if you're shooting a crayons to computers video and you screw up and you say, oh, sorry, sorry. Okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oops, oops, oops. Now, Paul asked, asked people if men and women tend to say sorry or apologize in everyday conversations too often mm-hmm. or not enough. Uh, 45% think that men don't say sorry enough. <laughs> and then others think that, you know, they, men either apologize too much or, or apologize the right amount. Uh, 20% think women don't say, don't say sorry enough, while oh, wow. 40% say women apologize too much. Just say, I just want people to say it to me only if they really mean it. Same. Don't lie to me. Well, if you're I, not sorry, don't say you're sorry. Yeah. I'm don't fine. Don't you feel like it's I'm really fine. kind of created a, as a part of our vernacular? Like when you um, bump into someone, like, you know, you're just like, oh, sorry. Or when you pour too much cereal, you're like, oh, sorry about that. It just feels like it's a such a part of our mm-hmm. way we talk here. It's been watered down yeah, a little bit. So when you really do need to apologize for something, the sorry doesn't feel like it means as much. I've never given this an ounce of thought. <laughs> it's because you don't say it enough. You're one of those ones on the list. When you break the responses down by gender, both men and women think they say sorry too much. I think I say it just right. <laughs> you use it appropriately. Yeah. Yeah, it's a show of respect or acknowledgement that I may have inconvenienced you or I may have been uh, a little too self-involved. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. I'm not even looking where I'm going. Oh, sorry about that. Not even paying attention. I didn't see you coming up behind me. Otherwise, I would have held the door open for you. (laughs) Yeah. There's a forum online where restaurant chefs are sharing the red flags you should look for that reveal a place is low quality and most of these are things that you should notice before you order okay so it's not too late walk in the door you see these things get out yep okay number one smell If you if it's something sour, you smell mildew mm. or disinfectant or whatever, that's a red flag. Get out. You can sometimes mm. smell too when they don't clean out the grease the oh. grease pan. Yes, and the you're trap. Like, Ugh. Oh. Yeah. 
You're right. That is rough. Uh, back in the day when I lived in Tampa, there's a restaurant. I think it's still there. Charlie's Steakhouse. And they used to have a fish tank there. And I would always take a look at it. And it was always pristine. That they That's a good sign. maintain that fish tank really well. And that is a good sign. Uh, so if the restaurant has a fish tank, take a look at it. Because if it is clean, then you can pretty much bet the kitchen is too. Uh, also, dirty bathrooms and dirty floors equals dirty kitchen. Trust mm. me. I went to a restaurant. I'm not going to say where, but we walked in. And as soon as we walked into the lobby, my feet started sticking to the floor. And we left. Because I, I just couldn't. I was like, this is gross. Yeah. I can't get over it. Something else. If, if you go to a place that's got a huge menu... That's a sign the food is frozen and the ingredients are not fresh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, because how can you keep that much fresh food in a, on hand all the time? Right. Without there being some serious spoilage. Uh, carpet is one of the most disgusting things, and vacuuming only goes so far. That's tough, though. I mean, I know some nice places that have carpet. Yeah. But you see, like, you'll, you'll see the bus boys like walk around the table and lean down and scrape up food that's on the carpet and <laughs> just kind of wonder, oh boy. you know, it's like how many times has that happened and how frequently do they get those carpets cleaned? Oh yeah. Good point. Here's something. Uh, I went to an Italian restaurant once that no longer exists here in Cincinnati and uh, the bread was horrible and that should have been a sign. If they can't get the bread right, they don't know anything. Especially <laughs> in an Italian restaurant. Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, here's another one. If you can smell the seafood when you walk in, it's not fresh. Mm. True story. Mm. Uh, if you see lots of plates left half full, run. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's true. Hey, this happens every once in a while. When you walk in and you aren't greeted or nobody makes eye contact. Mm-hmm. And I get that some places get busy and they can't get to you right away, but that's a sign of things to come. Yeah. Just know that. Be aware. And, oh, I love these places with stock photos on the menu. Mm. That's a sign. That's a sign. Cheap silverware as well. Good to know. Yeah. I'm trying to think of anything else. I'm trying to think. Even though I'm not a chef. The smell, too, like when it comes to like cleaning out your beer lines and your bar stuff i was just thinking like if the bar is dusty or if the fruit uh like the limes or whatever look like they've been rotting away for Mm -hmm. days yeah also dirty windows when i worked at uh wendy's we would have to clean our windows where you would walk in and out all that like throughout the day and that's something that i really pay attention to now when i go into restaurants or how dirty are the windows like Mm. the doors and stuff wow because that's something easy you can just wipe off quickly yeah there you go all right. Well, where where are you dining tonight? <laughs> or or maybe you had a you know maybe you had a an interesting experience where you learned a, a lesson about you know what to look for at a restaurant. You learned the hard way. Five one three seven four nine twenty three twenty. We're going to open up the phones. This is where you get to speak out. It can be about anything. It doesn't have to be about restaurants. It can be about whatever is on your mind. Uh, maybe you're celebrating something. Maybe you just got a promotion. Maybe you just got fired. It happens to people. Hey, we want to hear all about it. (laughs) Share it with us. Get it off your chest. The good, the bad, the ugly, everything in between. 513-749-2320. And we will start stacking up the calls right now. In the meantime, 
Denise Johnson standing by here with your latest Q102 Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.